episode 115 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. The Riverfront Legacy Master Plan Group held its first public meeting this week. They asked folks to come to the boathouse Wednesday, and they had space for 200 people. 300 showed up, standing room only. Those attending heard a presentation from the consultant working on the project, Populous out of Kansas City. They recommended doing something bold that would last 30 to 50 years. Our reporter, Shelby Reynolds, was at the meeting. She joins me on today's podcast to talk about what she saw. We'll talk in a minute for some notes about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. We handed out last night the Healthcare Heroes Awards. About 40 people and organizations who deserve recognition for their work in the healthcare industry helping others. They all have great stories. We feature the award winners in the weekly edition. Our coverage starts on page 21. Also this week, coverage of a table of experts discussion on cybersecurity. No one is immune. Our experts have great advice for preventing and dealing with cyber attacks, page 11. This week's list, Wichita area car dealerships ranked by total units sold in 2018. Brandon Stephen Motors now at the top of the list. You can check out all the information on page 6. New business leads every week. We can help your business grow. New real estate deals, building permits. Who's setting up a new corporation? Who owes back taxes? Court judgments starts this week on page 56. Back to talk with reporter Shelby Reynolds about the Riverfront Legacy Master Plan in a moment. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. Shelby, thanks for being here. Appreciate you Appreciate having me. Appreciate it. Glad you're here at the Wichita Business Journal. Of course. Glad to be here. Into your, what, second week, third week? Two or three weeks, yeah. It's been a whirlwind already. <laughs> you have uh, jumped in and done a great job already. We appreciate that. Well, thank you. We should probably provide some background on the Riverfront Legacy Master Plan. Um, it's an initiative started by some private business and nonprofit leaders. We have groups like the Wichita Community Foundation, the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce, Downtown Wichita, the Greater Wichita Partnership, and Visit Wichita. They're all part of the organization. Wichita and Sedgwick County also play a part. Each kicked in $100,000 to the $700,000 budget. Shelby, what do we know about that consultant that's helping out? Sure. Well, there's actually a, a three-member design team who's sort of working together. Um, that is RCLCO Real Estate Advisors and Olin Studio, but that group is led by Populous. It's a Kansas City-based um, architecture firm, uh, design firm. Uh, they were there last night. Well, actually, members from all three groups were there last night to sort of present um, what their role will be in this plan. Um, is it appropriate to call Populous a consultant or... Just part of the design group. Yeah, I think they're part of the design group, a partner in this project, and I think they're kind of leading the what this design could look like in terms of buildings. Okay. So Populous is, uh, the leader for this group is named Todd Voth. He is actually grew up in Hutchinson and has family here in Wichita. So he talked about his Wichita connection. So I know there are a lot of people who have concerns about these design firms coming in from elsewhere, right? Uh, so he 
use this as an opportunity to address that and talked about how his first concert was actually at Century 2. Mm. He's watched two of his nephews graduate at Century 2. So he does have a stake in this. And so it's important to him to get this right. So many times we hear about a consultant and the old joke is a consultant is somebody who's who has an opinion at least 150 miles from your town and they right. carry a briefcase. So Right. Uh, that's, I guess they are 150 miles away if yeah, it's just Kansas about. City. Mm-hmm. What kind of an area are we talking about geographically on this uh, area that the Riverfront Legacy Master Plan is dealing with? Basically, sure. the river to Maine? Right, yeah. So this is the east bank of the river, uh, Douglas, south to Kellogg, and then east to Maine. So that includes, obviously, Century 2, the old library. We have met with the group several times, um, in, not only here in, in, at the Wichita Business Journal, but also in public. They came and, and spoke to our summit. Uh, They pledged transparency. Uh, That gathering this week was really their first public meeting. You went, so tell us what you saw there. Sure. Well, there really wasn't anything new that came out of yesterday's discussion. I think it was just a chance for them to kick off this discussion and get everybody on board and say, hey, we're going to dream big here. And then afterward, the public was invited to sort of mingle and and interact with these team leaders um, through a series of uh, interactive uh, discussions and activities. Um, And so people could kind of stick around. They put up sticky notes with some of their ideas and suggestions. They could interact with this map that had uh, blocks that they could actually map out their own vision. Um, And so it it seemed the tone was pretty supportive. You know, there weren't any uh, naysayers that I heard necessarily. I do think people have concerns. They all have ideas and opinions about what should happen to Century 2, and I think we'll see that come out in these future discussions. But uh, but other than that, I mean, it did seem pretty supportive. Uh, The discussions that I overheard were, um, you know, going in the right direction, it sounds like. Was there anybody who served as kind of the main spokesperson or the MC for the event? Actually, no. I mean, that's kind of the unique part about this is that there's so many different partners. So they had two people uh, from the local coalition here who kind of kick things off. And then uh, a representative from each of the design teams spoke. And then again, two additional people from the coalition spoke at the end. So it's, it's kind of hard to nail down one particular spokesperson since they're all kind of teamed up. Right. Go a little deeper into the uh, comments by the design team. What sorts of things did they talk about specifically? I think one of the things that was important for them to address was the fact that, like we said, they're coming in from cities like Philly, from Kansas City, from L.A. Uh, So I think for them, they wanted to say, hey, you know, this isn't a copy and paste model. We're not planning on bringing in what we know from other projects we've completed around the country. We want to get to know your city and interact with you and learn what makes Wichita strong and what's important to you. Um, So I think that's one of the things, the biggest things they definitely talked about. Did they have a, a request of the people who were there? Did they ask them to take action on something, or uh, was it just uh, informational? Yeah, I mean, I think the big takeaway was probably to have an open mind um, and think progressively. Um, they really didn't specifically talk about Century 2 all that much, um, but when they did, um, the biggest quote that I heard was, uh, since buildings don't last forever, I think now's the time to address it. And so um, I think that just sort of kicked off the discussion and say, hey, we need to think about this seriously. What's going to be our next step? Did you get a feeling, talking about Century 2, did you get a feeling that there was, oh, any type of opinion one way or another, uh, anybody who 
did did you get the idea that people wanted to save Century Two at all costs because it's such an important part of our skyline, or did you hear people say, you know what, knock it down, we'll have something else that's in our skyline? There was definitely a good mix of that. Um, I think more leaning toward the save it in some way. So whether that's renovate it to keep that iconic dome shape um, or to leave it and even build a whole new center at a whole new location. So those are some of the conversations I was hearing. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty mixed. I mean, I think people agree that Century 2 isn't meeting the need. So I think people are supportive in that sense. It's just a matter of what we're going to do with Century 2 now. And, and it seems like it's it's pretty across the board. Right. They asked people to put things down on, for for example, uh, sticky notes. Yes. Did you take a look at those and get a feel for what people were saying on those sticky notes that they were putting on? What were they putting those yeah. on? Uh, just on a wall. Okay. <laughs> so they'd, they'd write down a note, um, either a suggestion or idea, and then stick it up on the wall. And I suppose somebody would go around and collect those. Right. Um, so some of the things I saw were um, a lot of like green spaces and urban park spaces, uh, family-friendly areas where kids can go and play and get great views of the river. Um you know, restaurants, retail. Um, did did they have sort of a model or a picture there that you could take a look and say, okay, a restaurant ought to go here and mm-hmm. something else should go yes. next to it? Yeah, so they had these two large display maps down on a table that you could lay out little blocks of, of things, or whether it's restaurants or a parking lot or a park, and you could map out where you envision these things going and overlay it on top of what's there now. Um, the only thing was I didn't see anybody there taking pictures of those things or taking notes, so as soon as somebody else would come up, whatever they laid out was gone. So, you know, it's hard to say if those suggestions are sticking around. Um, I guess we'll see how much weight a sticky note has going forward. I think it's interesting. You know, they were they were talking about this being the first public meeting for this group and on this topic. And uh, they held it at the Wichita Boathouse. Yeah, right they, in the heart. Yeah, they had, they had room for roughly 200 people. Mm-hmm. And 300 showed up. That's pretty impressive, it right. seems to me. Yeah, 300 or more, in fact. Um, I was told they were having to told, t- uh, turn some people away uh, there at the end because they were just reaching capacity. So, you know, obviously that means the community is interested. They're passionate about this. So I'm sure that future discussions will kind of go the same direction. Did you see folks from the business community there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, all kinds of of city leaders, county leaders, business owners, and then just, you know, your average citizen. It kind of ranged the gamut, so which is good to see. Did they talk about how this might tie into other areas? For example, the ballpark is being being constructed across the river Mm -hmm. and some other development up to the north of that area. Did they talk about that? Absolutely. Yeah, that was sort of the tone, actually, was the fact that this is a good time because there's so much happening elsewhere and around that area. They specifically mentioned the baseball park um, right across the river. So, yes, their plan is to connect this area with the baseball park, with Delano, with downtown. So they're definitely keeping an eye on those projects and how they could connect to each other, whether that's, you know, a walking path or um, buses, you know, how those are all going to work together. You're a young person who moved back to Wichita after several years in Florida. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've seen some of the changes that have happened in Wichita over the last three years that uh, uh, certainly weren't taking place before that. Right. Um, What do you want to see Mm. as a young person who uh, 
uh, you know, may want to have a downtown core area that's vibrant and mm-hmm. active. I think walkability is a big part of that. When you go to these bigger cities that have, you know, vibrant downtowns, you, you need to be able to leave your car somewhere, right. walk or bike or scooter, whatever it is. Right. Um, and so, you know, having things close together, you know, if we could cross the river to go to that baseball stadium and then back afterward to hang out, you know, have some nightlife across the other side. I think that would be really cool. Um, and that was one of the cool things I noticed at the open house Wednesday night was that there were actually quite a few young people in attendance. And that's something that I think that, you know, is pretty new. I think part of that is because of W's involvement, which is this new, you know, young professionals group. Um, I think they probably brought out some people. So it was nice to see some young people showing up and getting involved in their community. As you return and reconnect with friends here in Wichita and uh, other people around your age, what are you hearing from them? What, mm-hmm. what do they say they want as well? I think it goes back to that, that entertainment space, you know, having a place where you don't have to get in your car and drive somewhere. Right. You know, we've got some great places downtown, um, but because of either construction or parking issues, you can't really park and stay and hit up all the same places you want to go to. We, we don't like to sit in one place and, and stay there for long. We want to move around and relocate and visit some different places. So I think just having accessibility is going to be super important. So this group, once again, has been going for about six months now, a little over six months probably. Um, what's next? They've had their first open meeting on July 31st. What's next as we move forward to their you know, recommendation maybe in early 2020? Right. So the next step is going to be a series of what they're calling um, walk-a-shops or urban explorations. So this is an actual walking tour scheduled for September where members of the public can come and walk through the actual site with members of the design team and say, you know, I like this, I don't like this, and actually see it in person. And so at that point, you can, of course, provide more input. And then... Um, I believe in November, they will have another uh, public meeting. They will present some preliminary recommendations, again, more input from the public. And then, yes, in January is when they will have a final recommendation. Two of the big stakeholders in that area are uh, Phil Ruffin, who owns the Hyatt, and Jack DeBoer, who owns Waterwalk. I'll be interested to see how they might get involved or how their opinions might, uh, might play a part as this discussion goes forward. Um, the group is expected once again to be crafting a plan into the first of the year and then make some recommendations. And they kind of describe it as there won't be a final recommendation necessarily because we will have talked about the options during the entire process. Correct. That's the idea. It'll be interesting to see what they come up with at the end. And then whose job is it to move forward now with that? Right. Uh, have they talked about that any? No, no, we don't know what happens after January. And, and there weren't really discussions, you know, about how this is going to get paid for, you know, and, and that's a good point, you know, what that money, how they came up with that $700,000 budget, you know, right. that that's the next question I have as well. Right. Uh, payment is a, is a big thing. Uh, obviously mm-hmm. the, the mayor has talked about, uh, you know, they have a lot of money in reserve, and that may be spent on uh, the convention center. Um, but for performing arts, you know, there are lots of different ways to try to fund that, including 
have since sales tax, those types of things. So sure. we'll have to see. They haven't been that specific. No. And uh, we'll see if they come up with any recommendations on the on the funding mechanism. Mm-hmm. Shelby, you're going to be watching this, right? Absolutely. Going to be watching it all through the process. And uh, you'll want to watch Shelby's reporting on the Riverfront Legacy Master Plan uh, throughout the next six months. And uh, you can find that at wichitabusinessjournal.com or in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal every Friday. Shelby, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Anytime. Back to wrap up in a moment. At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are a favorite of ours. So we created our own little series called Napkin Stories. Visit equitybank.com to see how some great businesses got their start. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 115. Thanks again to Shelby Reynolds for joining me. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thanks for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.